You are listening to The Airing Cupboard, the podcast where the extraordinary stories of ordinary people get an airing. Phew, that's a mouthful. Good afternoon, Freddy. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for accepting to, um, to tell us your story today. Yeah, no problem. What made you feel brave and, and tell the story? Well, I initially, of course, wrote in my account of what happened. And then I thought it could leave the listener with a lot of questions. And so I thought it would help if you were able to ask me questions and uh, you know, to explain in greater detail. So this is Freddy. I do not know him. Um, we've never met. He deposited his story via my website. And then he was kind enough to answer some of my questions. We exchanged mails and he eventually agreed to speak to me uh, via internet call. And um, I was in my airing cupboard. He saw me in there with the, <laughs> with the video call and he was somewhere in his car. So working on his story has been somehow for me a bit of an awakening to a different world, a different reality and different aspects of life. And blimey, it has been a complex induction, delving into the deeper meaning of life. So I will try my best to tell his story. And I don't doubt that I will only scratch the surface of all the wonderful things that he explained to me. In his younger age, an event had put him at odds with God or life, or whatever you might decide to call it. He took years to realize that he was, after that, suffering with PTSD or shock trauma. I will not go into this, but this detail was for me very telling of his life quest, his life journey, as I feel that often for most of us, most of our life journeys take roots into very early events in our lives and often in our childhood. When he was 23, as he described himself, he was leading an ordinary life. He was married and he had one child and he was working 14 hours a day. And one evening he was lying on his bed and he experienced a full energy attack. He described as an utter loss of his own physical boundaries and that where his body was lying, it was now replaced by an almighty torrent of energy. He went on explaining to me that this is a well-documented phenomenon called a Kundalini energy attack. It lasted for a good few moments, and although he was intensely aware that he had just experienced something absolutely extraordinary, he didn't feel any different afterwards. However, it had ignited a fire which searched for an explanation. And he found himself on a roller coaster ride from the physical into the depth of the metaphysical. Life was revealing more of itself. There was an unseen power at work. And he was determined to get to the source of it. And part of this process was entering into meditation. And 
after a few months of the most intense practicing, he began to notice a knowing happening. So as soon as a question would appear, the answer would also appear simultaneously. It was a bit like a voice, and this voice had a definite vibrational signature. It was warm, it was loving, humorous, peaceful, unconcerned. However, before this knowing or this voice were to be fully integrated into his life and coexist with him, it had somehow to prove its own existence beyond any doubts. And this story is how he found out. So one morning in 2011, he sat down to meditate on his sofa in his living room. The house was silent, he was alone. The winter light was flooding into his sitting room through the big patio doors. And the only sound that he could hear were the sound of the birds outside. And before starting this meditation, he had once again toured with the idea of shaving all his hair off. It was something that he had been nervously debating inside himself for a few weeks. His hair was thinning badly and um, just the time and effort that it was demanding to make himself look presentable to the world sort of annoyed him and he really wanted to shave his hair. But at the same time, it was a big step to suddenly go with the motion. And so he was there sitting, trying to meditate, and he had some sort of trouble quietening his mind. It was fluctuating between faith and follicles, and he couldn't keep his mind away from his red clippers in the box, upstairs in his dressing room. After around 10 minutes, with his mind in full chatter mode, suddenly a big, powerful voice deep inside interrupted as it boomed out in a godlike tone, shouting Ezekiel 5. He almost jumped out of his skin and it was so loud and so powerful. He had heard the voice before, but never like this. Before, it had always been so soft that he could talk himself out of it being anything other than his own subconscious, but not this time. He sat there for another minute with his heart pounding, almost scared to open his eyes. His mind was searching for an explanation. What did that mean? It sounded biblical, but he wasn't a Bible tolerant and he didn't even know if the Bible contained a book called Ezekiel. He wondered if he was about to enter some grand mission. So trying to sit there meditating was not good. The moment had passed. His um, grandfather's Bible under the bed flashed in his mind. So he gave up meditating and rushed upstairs to find it. He put his hand 
under his bed and there it was, in a little cardboard box. He took the little black Bible and he opened it and he got really excited to discover that there was actually a book called Ezekiel. And indeed, it had more than five chapters. So he sat down on the floor and he turned to Ezekiel 5 and he began to read. And it was a story that somehow disturbed him slightly. It was a story of a God full of vengeance, sending his anger onto a race of people and blah, blah, blah. Something that had nothing to do with the reality that he was getting to understand. And really had no idea what this might have to do with him. So he read it again. And still, nothing. So the next day, he's still very puzzled. He mentions it to a family member, uh, who then suggests that he should call a friend of his in Gloucestershire. It's an elderly gentleman who has always sort of maintained the fact that he had a spiritual channel of communication. So he called this friend and he explained to him the full story. He was meditating, he was thinking about shaving his hair, couldn't concentrate on his meditation and explain to him about the big, booming voice shouting Ezekiel 5. So his friend laughed with excitement, thinking that must be a message there. So Freddy asked him to read Ezekiel 5 and see what he thought that might mean. So he promised to do it and to call him back. And indeed, 10 minutes later, he called him and he said that he had no idea himself. He agreed that there wasn't anything to do with the God that, you know, he had come to love and to know. And uh, and then he said, uh, have you tried to Google it? To which Freddie answered that he hadn't. His friend told him to try it and see what comes up. Maybe there might be a clue there. So they said their goodbyes, put the phone down, and he went to his laptop. He opened Google and he typed in Ezekiel 5. And then it hit him. As every search engine results displayed what he had so hastily overlooked, the very first line of Ezekiel 5, which reads, Now, son of man, take a sharp sword and use it as a barber's razor to shave your head and your beard. He was astonished, and he must have laughed for a week. This was um, such a, a profound event in my life because it was so dramatic. I mean, the the strength and power, the the all-encompassing power of that voice when it boomed Ezekiel 5 it literally filled me it was it was stunning and um, and it was something which I had come to the understanding that there was there was a much deeper level which was speaking to me and through me it filled me um, I realized that that I the uh, the physical person was just an overlay over this voice and um, and that maybe it was speaking through me all of the time and through all of us 
it was the expansion which was uh, allowing that through it was the expansion through meditation which was allowing it to become more of itself and um, to have it express itself so clearly in in such a humorous and loving way was wonderful since i've been a child i've always heard that little voice and i called it the little voice and i've always assumed <laughs> that it was my intuition it is what um, we excuse it away as being intuition and uh, you know we we claim it well we claim everything we claim it as um, as something that happens to us to en enhance the story of us and uh, really it's just it's just what it is it's the the deeper reality of you Yeah, I hope that everybody in, uh, enjoyed the, the story and that it um, gives uh, hope to people that there is a much deeper reality, a much deeper level of being that is contactable. If you're willing to expand out of yourself or your idea of yourself a little, um, then you can get in touch with it and make it a part of your living reality. Thank you so much, Freddie. What a lovely story. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.